the volume. Happy Monday, fresh new week on the Volume Sports Moneyline Monaco podcast. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. It is NBA playoff time. Bada boom, bada swing. Let's go. I'm fired up. Exciting week of shows. Couple guests coming on. Of course, we are sleeves rolled up on the NBA season. Don't forget, if you're enjoying yourself, to please subscribe, rate, review, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Goes a long way, means a lot. All picks posted on Action Network. Coming off a Liverpool, Man City, both teams to score. The under three and a half, two to one parlay didn't hit, but if you are tailing me, I was all over the draw at plus 260. Hit four soccer matches yesterday on Action Network and then battled in MLB. Baseball is a doozy. It is going to be interesting. We will get into baseball later down the line. A lot of different ways you can bet baseball. Out the gate, beginning of the season, kind of just have to watch with your eyes. See every starting pitcher start once or twice. Analyze how teams bullpens are looking and then of course what kind of lineups we're rocking with and what kind of mojo we're observing but that is not our mo at the moment we are nba playoff sleeve rolled up i'm gonna go all in on nba playing games for tomorrow today's an off day so no picks on the pod today i will be firing on mlb baseball Absolutely loving the Red Sox over the Tigers today is my first thought after looking at the board. My Padres are on fire three of their last four, but all right, let's get into our lock of the day. We're starting out in Minnesota. We have the T-Wolves and the Clippers. I'm going to come right out and say it. I think the wrong team is favored. We are getting... The LA Clippers at plus three. Give me that backwards and forwards, up and down, sideways, however you want to dice it, slice it. I'm taking Polly George and the Clippers all day long. Lock it in today and sit back on your purchase. This team has been sensational since Paul George has come back, starting with, and I was on the Jazz that game, a Clippers over 20-plus point comeback, and they are winners of not only five straight, but six of their last seven, only dropping a rough game to the Bulls that they should have closed out and won. This team spanked the Milwaukee Bucks. They cream by double digits, the Pelicans, Kings, and Thunder as they should have, and they beat the Phoenix Suns at home by four, inking a playing spot, and they are playing at more of a full-strength squad 
than they've been playing in months. And that's just not Pauly George coming back. Norman Powell, ladies and gentlemen, let's not understate it. All right, this man was out since February. He's come back for two April games. He had 24 against the Suns, three of four from beyond the arc, and 20 against the Kings, four of six from beyond the arc. This man gets to the free throw line. This man generates all different ways of offense and scoring. He is such an integral part of this off-the-bench Clipper squad that really has been relatively impressive when you think about the injuries they've gone through compared to the other team that I'm in love with that is going home and in Cancun right now, same building the Los Angeles Lakers. But let's talk about this Clippers team, all right? They are, again, 5-1 and one in their last six. They've actually covered four against the spread of the last six. And since Paulie George has come back, really put this in your head, 125.5 offensive points per game, allowing just 112. That is a plus 13, and more importantly, double-digit plus-minus for the LA Clippers. And they're going against a T-Wolves team that really has not played their best basketball as of late. Frustrating. Four and five straight up, two and seven against the spread skid in their last nine, giving up more points than they're scoring. They're giving up 122.7 defensive points per game and putting up less than that. That is not a good recipe for playoff basketball success, especially considering the Clippers are hitting three points more than what they're giving up. And what they're giving up is atrocious, atrocious. So I did some digging. Four times the T-Wolves and the Clippers have danced. Clippers, first of all, three and one this season straight up. Four and one against the spread in their last five meetings. You look at these three matchups against Minnesota. Round one. Phenomenal. Phenomenal win by 11 round one. Reggie Jackson with 29. Paulie George at 32. They held Cat to 18. Second round, they beat him by 20. Paulie had 21. Reggie had 20. Double-double for Zubach. And Cat was held to 20 points. Which again is having an unbelievable season. So 18 and 20 to hold the number one player for the T-Wolves is not bad defensively and schematically. And then the other time they danced and beat him, Paulie had 23, Reggie had 21, Cat was held to eight. Another double-double for Zubach, and they beat him by 27. The one time Minnesota beat him, no Paul George, say what you will about that. If you're noticing the consistencies in these three scorings, Reggie and Paulie went for over 20 in all three. Cat was held to 20 or under in all three. Zubach eight on the rim. 20 points or less again for Cat. I can't stress that enough because I have a philosophy, and again, not alone in this camp, that the NBA playoffs are a progression league. Progression. So they will make strides. Teams will 
previous years to current years and their baby steps. Very rarely do you see a team like the T-Wolves, who hasn't been in the playoffs in years, come out and beat a team that's very well coached with Tyron Lue, which we're absolutely getting the coaching advantage for in this game as well, and beat them in a one game. This is a one game. This isn't a series. This was a series, I tell you right now, it'd probably be 4-2 Clippers. Maybe 4-1. This Clippers team has been playing in Minnesota incredibly well over years on a sample size. 15-6-1 the Clippers are covering against Minnesota in Minnesota. Right now, we have a better core team. We have a more experienced team. We have a better coach team. And we're getting three points. I can't stress this enough. This could be a bona fide steal. Not to mention Cherry on top. Kawhi Leonard being in the rumor mill of potentially coming back this playoffs. Do you know what that does to a locker room? Again, this team was playing 500 ball the majority of the year without Paul George, without Kawhi Leonard, without Norman Powell. All right, they were doing it with literally Reggie Jackson as their one. That is insane if you actually think about the Western Conference. It's not Jokic doing it without Murray and MJP. Michael Porter Jr., excuse me, MPJ. Can't stress enough how much this is insane value. Clippers plus three, lock of the day. Let's keep it moving. And my degenerate parlay, I'm just going to take the Clippers on the money line, keep it rocking and rolling, and add the Nets on the money line. It pays almost two to one. Plus 191 Nets hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nets four and one in their last five against Cleveland. Three and one on the season. Nets closing out the season, I would say, with a good amount of momentum in their last 17 games. 12 and five straight up. And for a team that's the worst cover at home in the entire NBA, second worst cover in the league, to go 8-9 and nine against the spread, putting up 121, giving up 113 in those last 17 games, plus 8 in the plus-minus category, I'd like to think that is a confidence booster as a better. You can feel good backing the Nets. All right, and this Cavs team has really been rather inconsistent down the stretch here. This Cavs team, not only are they not even getting close to what the Nets have been putting up, 121.1 the last 17, they're only putting up 108 points or less in six of their last 11 contests. They're not putting up nearly as many points as they have in three quarters of the season here. And this Cavs team, they're 3-8 and eight against the spread in their last 11 games. All right? 3-7 and seven against the spread in their last 11 games. And dating back to the March 21st loss against the Lakers. Three-game losing streak from that moment. Beat the Magic. Who can't? Then they lost two straight. Beat the Knicks. And then lost three in their last four. This team is not cooking right now dating back to March 21st multiple mini losing streaks and then you have Cleveland dropping three of their last five you go down the list of players in this 
game and outside of Darius Garland. And again, Markkanen's a nice player. Kevin Love still has juice. He went ballistic last game of the season. They, of course, have Evan Mobley. Incredible double-double, almost machine rookie out of USC. His team has some pieces. And Levert. And really, Jared Allen. This team is pieces. This team is pieces. But this is playoff basketball. All right, we get Kevin Durant. We get Kyrie Irving. And we have a very serviceable and experienced bench when you include Patty Mills and LaMarcus Aldridge. And of course, Bruce Brown, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond, which is their starting lineup. It, for me, is a is no coincidence. They're minus freaking 370 on the money line right now on FanDuel. Now, eight-point spread, got to be honest, probably would lean Cavs plus eight if you were asking me on a Monday right now. But I feel confident taking the Clippers on the money line, taking the, the Nets on the money line, the two better teams, the two better coach teams, in my opinion. Cavs have been coached up. I really respect what Cleveland has done all season. But I'm going to take the Nets. Playing better, more stars. This is one of those games, I'm not saying the refs and the fix is in, but ratings-wise, are you going to let the Cleveland Cavaliers, if you're Adam Silver in the NBA, find a way to upset the Nets? No. This is one of those games. And then I'm going to wrap it up with the prop shop. I'm going to take the Nets to win the half, win the game, and throw on a little Kevin Durant over 20-plus points or 25-plus points if you're feeling really comfortable with a KD performance. But some of these games, and I went to that Bucks nets game a couple weeks back, he looks to delegate. He always is a scorer, but sometimes he looks to get his teammates involved. So I want this to cash. Nets are double result, minus 180. KD over 20 plus will lower that juice closer to even money. For our prop bet, KD averaging 29.5 points per game in 151 playoff games against the Cavs this season. Most recently, 36 points last week against them on 11 of 20 shooting. And he went 4 of 6 from beyond the arc. And in those other three outings, he has gone for 27 and 23 and 36 in the game he didn't play against Cleveland. They beat him, and he was out. So 36-27-23. Again, that gives us over 25 points per game on a sample size for the three games against him. But I feel a little more comfortable taking 20-plus. He's gone over that again, nine of his last 10. And I think it's a safer bet. And as far as the double result goes, so I came and I looked as at all four Box scores, really the three against Cleveland where KD played and they won. His Cavs team, all right? One of them, the which is the most recent, the Nets came out and were up 34-19 in the first quarter. 34-19. Up at half, one by 11, 118, 107. Katie with 36, Bruce Brown with 18, Drummond with 15, and 12 double dub. Curry had 12, all five starters in double figures. 
Then you go back to the first time they danced, beat them by 10, outscored them 31-25 and 31-16 in the first and second quarters. Patty Mills had 21, Aldridge 24 off the bench. And they won by five. Game, and they won by 10, excuse me. Game two, won by five. Aldridge had 21, no Kyrie. And we know what KD did. With the Cavs playing how they're playing, with the Nets playing how they're playing, I do feel confident with the Nets right now being top six in first half points in the NBA and in their last three averaging 62.7. Last game had 76 first half points. I feel comfortable that they come out, get in a groove early, easily, easily have a halftime lead. I like them in the first quarter too, really. But if they don't win the first quarter for whatever reason, they right some wrongs in the second quarter, they have the lead. They win the game. Durant gets over 20. We all cash. We all go home. I got to be honest. This is a 3-0 and podcast. If this doesn't go 3-0, and I'm going to be very surprised. Clippers plus 3. Clippers on the money line with the Nets on the money line. Plus 191 on FanDuel. And a double result. Win the half. Win the game for the Nets. Combined with Kevin Durant. 20 plus points. And that is how we whistle while we work. Again, thank you for tuning in. Sports gambling with... Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. Shout out to Brums on the ones and twos. And as always, don't forget to hug your mothers. We'll see you tomorrow. Ta-ta real smooth. The Volume.